everybody. Welcome to Dulce America. My name is Bing Futch. Thank you very much for joining me. The new year is full of promise, beauty, and surprises, as well as lots and lots of the same old, same old. Practice your fundamentals every single day so they become part of your toolkit that you can pull from. And today we're going to talk about relative keys, relative minors, relative majors. You probably heard the term before. What exactly does it mean? I'm going to show you a really cool trick that'll hopefully make things a lot easier for you, especially when it comes to playing in the jams. So let's go ahead and put this up on the screen. I've got some major and minor scales here. We'll start off with the D major scale. All of these scales are going to be played across the string. So we'll be going from the bass string to the middle string, playing the exact same frets. So let's go ahead and start actually with G major. The G major scale has one sharp, F sharp. And we're gonna go ahead and start on the third fret here. We're going to play three, four, five, six, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. All right, there's our G major scale. We have it other places too, third fret to tenth fret without using the six and a half fret. G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, G. G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, G. So as we name these uh, notes as we play the scales, it's a great way of helping us to memorize where everything is located on the fretboard. Let's go ahead and look at the D major scale. We'll get to the minors in a second. D major on the bass string, open one, two, three. Same thing on the middle string, open one, two, three. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D. And of course, going up the melody string, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D on the bass string as well. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, and D. All right. Then we've got A major. It's going to start from the fourth fret. Four, five, six and a half, seven. Four, five, six and a half, seven. A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. We do the same thing on the middle string. A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. The cool thing about that is that I just named every single note in the first seven frets. Boom. Except for the one and a half fret because we didn't use that in the scale. F natural on the bass and melody string. C natural on the middle string. Now I've named every single note in that first seven fret range. Just using those three scales, it's kind of cool. And it's a great, great tool for memorization, as I mentioned before. Now, what's this relative stuff? And what's the minor scale thing all about? Well, minor scales have a different pattern than major scales, and so they sound different. Just like major chords and minor chords sound different. Major chords sound up and happy. Let's do it this way. Let's do an A major. Up and happy. Now A minor. Minor chords are sad and serious. Hear that difference there? Kind of wild there. Now the scales are the same way. Major scales sound up and happy, even though they're just scales, right? Happy, happy, happy. How about a minor scale? 
Let's do B minor. How's this sound? Sounds a little kind of down, kind of serious, a little depressed maybe. Very interesting. What scale was that that I just played? Well, I played the B minor scale, and B minor is relative to the key of D major. B minor is the relative minor key to D major. So what does that mean exactly? Well, D major has two sharps, F sharp and C sharp. The key of B minor also has two sharps, F sharp and C sharp. Hmm. Okay. So let's do this. The D major scale starts with D and goes D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, and then D. The B minor scale goes B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B. Those are the notes of the D major scale, just played in a different order. Hmm. Okay, let's see how that works. Let me do a two octave D major scale, starting with D and ending with D on the bass string. There's the first octave, and then there's the second octave. Okay, that's two octaves, 16 notes all together. Now, sorry, yes. Now we'll do this. I'm gonna stop at the sixth note. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that sixth note there is B. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B. So as I mentioned, B minor is the relative minor to D major. It has the exact same notes as D major, but we don't start on D, we start on B, the sixth note of the scale. So if we start from B, watch this, I'm gonna do this again, two octave D major scale. Now you at home have got video and you can stop, pause, go back, rewind, and watch what I did with my fingers. Make sure I'm not cheating. Now I'm gonna start from the sixth note again. And now I'm gonna follow the exact same path I did that gave us a nice, jolly, happy, two octave D major scale. I'm gonna play right up the middle of that scale. Listen to the nature and the tone and the mood of this scale. Was that hiding in the middle of all that joy and happiness of the D major scale? It certainly was. The exact same seven notes that sounded sort of downtrodden and unhappy are smack dab in the middle of happiness. So why? Why do our ears sense that it's now minor and not major? It has everything to do with the third note of the scale and what we do with it. See, in the case of the D major scale, or a D major chord, the middle of the chord is F sharp. So if we play D, F sharp, and A, we get a D major chord. But if we take that F sharp down to F natural instead, now we have D, F natural, A, and that's D minor. The difference between a major chord and a minor chord is that that middle note, the third note of the scale, is either flattened or it's left alone. So it's that third note. If that third note is flattened, then we know we've got a minor chord. When we've got a minor scale, the third note of the scale is flattened. So that's what our ear is hearing. When our ear kind of slips past 
that half step down, it lets us know, aye, we're in minor territory, lads and laddies, right? So that's what's going on. We're hearing the presence of the minor third, both in the scale and also in the chord itself. So that's what's going on. And let's take a look at our minor scales now, starting with E minor. So let's think back to the G major scale, G, A, B, C, D, E. The sixth note is E. So if we just start with E and go from E to the octave E and go E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D, E, you have an E minor scale. But if we start from G instead, G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, now you have the G major scale. So from G major, E minor is the relative minor and it is on the sixth note that we begin. Let's go ahead and play that E minor scale, measures three and four. One, two, three, four. All right, now we go to our uh, D major scale. We've already played that. Now let's go ahead and play B minor like I just did from seven and eight. Here we go. And finally, our F sharp minor scale. So we have A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp. F sharp is the sixth note. So starting from F sharp and going to the octave will give us a F sharp minor scale. Starting on five here. There's the F sharp minor scale in relationship to A. So F sharp is the relative minor to A. Quick way to find the relative minor of any key is go to the sixth note of that major key, start the scale from that note and go seven notes and then play that note again as the last note, the octave. And there you have the relative minor scale. So how is this going to help you when you're in the jam exactly? Well, we know that we can play in the key of D in the jam, and we know that we can play in the key of G in the jam. We also know we can play in the key of A, and we play in those keys a lot. Now, oftentimes, we're just playing key of D, and then we play in the key of G, we capo at the third fret. It puts everything in the key of G for us, right? Then we capo at the fourth fret, puts everything in the key of A for us. Generally speaking, that's what's going on. But sometimes we play in the key of E minor and we capo one, right? That'll sound better if I put it all the way down. This capo gets a little funny on this dulcimer. So we do a lot of tunes in E minor, right? As we just learned, E minor is the relative minor to G major. So what that means is we can, we can capo at the third fret and play in the key of E minor. Why is that? Because it's relative to G major. Not only do the major scale or the major key and its relative minor, not only do they share the same key signature, not only do they share the exact same notes, just in a different order, they also share the exact same chords. The same seven chords that you find in the major key can be found in the relative minor key. We just have a different function when we move through them in a chord progression. So that indeed means 
that as long as you're aware of what those chords are and things of that nature, that you can go ahead and pick and choose out of your capo 3G to still play in the key of E minor. In fact, you can play an E minor very easily just like that. So you can lead off from that as your first chord and then work through the other chords in the key. Same thing goes for playing in the key of B minor. That doesn't happen a lot for us, but if someone says, let's do a song in the key of B minor, don't freak out, then you don't have to go looking for your scale. Just work from the home key of D major, and it's a lot easier to do, to do that way, basically, than try and configure where's my B minor scale and all that. Just find your D major scale, go to the sixth note, and start from there. Learn those patterns, and they will help you out quite a bit. Key of G, we know, is E minor is the relative minor, so you can capo three, or you could capo one and play in the key of G. Again, as long as you know what notes are being played, what chords need to be played, you can use that to your advantage if you're not quite familiar with the tune or if you don't know exactly what you wanna do with the tune. So the relative thing is a good thing. And just know that when you're in DAD tuning with the mountain dulcimer, not only can we play in the key of D, G, and A, we can play in the relative minors of B minor, E minor, and F sharp minor. If you have the one and a half fret, we can also play in the key of C major, and we can fake a lot of keys as well. All of which is saying what? The mountain dulcimer is a lot more able than we would originally have thought to play chromatically with other instruments. Hopefully this helps. Practice your major and minor scales. Know your notes on the fretboard. Know your chords, and nothing will stop you out there in the jam and beyond. Thanks, everybody, for watching again. I'll be back next week with some more stuff for 2023. Thanks again.